You're listening to China Africa Talk. Jambo ni Bridget akikuletea kipindi kinachohusiana na China na Africa. Vous écoutez le dialogue sino-africain avec Bridget. Everything China, everything Africa. Olá, você está ouvindo China Africa Talk com Bridget. Sayidati wa sadati, marhaban bikum. Fi al-hawar al-sini al-arabi ma'a Bridget. Welcome to another edition of China Africa Talk. I'm your host Bridget Mutambirwa coming to you from the Chinese capital in Beijing. Sierra Leone President Julius Madabio has wrapped up a 5-day state visit to China. He's seeking to attract more Chinese investment in the West African nation. At the Sierra Leone Investment Forum in Beijing, President Bio pledged to simplify business operations, offering his personal support to new investors. And when you do business in Sierra Leone, you are assured of my personal support to get started and provide after-service support too. The Sierra Leone president said they will learn from China's development model and take advantage of the opportunities it provides. For more on China's Sierra Leone cooperation, my colleague Gao Junior has caught up with Sierra Leone Finance Minister Sheku Fantamadi Bangura. What was on the agenda of President Biel's visit to China? This is the first president visiting after the China holiday, Spring Festival, and we feel very, very humbled by the gracious acceptance of His Excellency the President of China. The visit is about deepening economic cooperation between China and the Republic of Sierra Leone. We have had over 50 years of bilateral cooperation between the two countries. Hinge on true friendship but also cooperation on many fronts culture economics diplomacy and and the like but what we realize over years is that the trade relationship between the two countries continue to increase in phenomenal ways but also in strategic ways at the size of about 39% of strategic exports from Sierra Leone come to China the destination in China and about close to equal proportion of imports originating from China to Sierra Leone as well. Our strategic exports to China are strategic bulk minerals, iron ore, um, rutile, bauxite, but also timber products, blue economy fish products as well. And we import strategic commodities from China as well. Our staple which is rice is imported from China, technologies, telephone, but also electronic equipment and other sorts of machineries are directly imported from China to my country including fabrics wares and goods for bodies shoes and the like right so we thought with this kind of size of trade and investment it has to go beyond just bilateral diplomatic cooperation it means that we do have China as a strategic economic partner with whom we must deepen our economic cooperation that is very important when you are dealing with two countries and under the belt and road initiative we wanted to use the opportunity within the belt and road initiative to deepen this engagement given that our understanding of how we are increasing our trade what makes sierra leone stand out when it comes to china africa cooperation sierra leone is a as a small country economy in the west coast of africa atlantic ocean on the west coast of the atlantic ocean bordering between Guinea and Liberia it is a country that is equidistant from Europe and North America both Latin America but also uh, North America and i think equally not too far away 
from, from Asia. That means we are strategically geolocated. We boast of a very deep seaport and blue economy resources that can facilitate true trade transshipment opportunity. Beyond that, we have very rich soil and huge potential for agriculture with good volume of rainfall among the highest in the west coast of Africa. So we're a peaceful nation. We are ranked uh, third peaceful in the world, peaceful in Africa, and the most peaceful nation in Western Africa. We are very much endowed, rich in mineral resources as well, but also sea resources and um, youthful population with good, which I think is an opportunity. If you have some challenges for infrastructure, uh, because our country is not as developed, but we looked at, at that as an opportunity in our engagement in China, in the sense that we, we stand to benefit from the transfer of, um, I'll call it technology finance, but also know-how, if we foster economic cooperation with each other. So this is a small, beautiful country that can be very friendly and trustworthy. And I think we, we, that's what we want to take advantage of. And we know that Sir Leon has been invited to join this year's China International Import Expo. Right. So what kind of products are you going to introduce to the Chinese customers and the world consumers? So Sierra Leone is a research, resource, resource rich nation. Our mineral resources are pride from bulk minerals to precious minerals. Bulk minerals, I'm talking about iron ore, rutile, bauxite. Precious minerals, gold, diamonds, but we have real earth minerals as well, which are these minerals that you need very much so to foster countries' investment in the energy transition, but also in the new technology space. So we have a lot of this, be they lithium, palladium, copper, cobalt, all of those, all of those minerals are in Sierra Leone. So that's when we have huge fishery resources, but also we do huge sustainable timber trade as well with China. Coming to Expo, we see huge opportunity for attracting Chinese investors into Sierra Leone at scale for huge, I think, potentially transformational investment in, in, in the mineral sector, mm -hmm. but also I think in the fisheries sector and as well as in the agricultural sector. And also that uh, we know China and uh, Sierra Leone has been cooperating in medical sector. Exactly. And there is this Chinese medical team in Sierra Leone. And also China has sent a special team over there in 2014 for right. the, that Ebola outbreak. Yes. Do you think there is any lessons that can be drawn from China's assistance to Sierra Leone in the future to deal with global health crisis? Oh yes, of course. Um, so we benefited a lot from the Chinese support during the COVID outbreak, uh, pandemic outbreak. China was the first country to supply us with medical um, supplies, uh, PPE, personal protective um, equipment. But also China actually shared with us uh, the COVID vaccines, but also we did have reagents for doing testing. And when we had doing instantaneous tests, China was the first one that actually supplied us because at that time, it was very difficult. Supply chains were, were blocked. Chinese aid was the way we were able to seriously respond very quickly to the pandemic. And we had a very good result in pandemic management, very limited deaths. We responded very early. We had had an experience with Ebola. And so when COVID came, that experience and the timely response by the Chinese government uh, really helped us. But beyond that, Chinese medical services and medical investment in hospitals and their doctors and nurses do provide support to us in, in a very sustainable way. So I believe that relationship is going to continue. It's part of the cooperation agreement that we signed with the government that we must sustain this help that they have been giving to us, whether it has to do with medical aid, medical supplies, 
modernized hospitals, that will continue. And I think uh, the two leaders did agree that that aspect is very critical for maintaining. Human capital development is a flagship of my president during his first term. He continued to maintain it, and good health society is very good for the development of its people. Mm. And what issues will Sierra Leone bring to the table of this year's FOCAC Summit? Uh, there are many issues at FOCAC. We sit in the Security Council as a non-permanent member. I think that is an opportunity, and our president is the chair of the C10, so we foster most of the interests of uh, African countries, sub-Saharan African countries in the, in, the, in the UN system, around the reforming of the UN security system. So we'll carry that and then the single, single um, how do I call it, voice of African countries in the UN system. So that, I think, is important, and foster diplomatic relations with other critical members of the UN uh, architecture to bring peace and stability within Africa, but also foster economic transformation and the development of nations in the way that they want to actually pursue their own transformation and idea. We'll push for those. Non-interference in political, uh, or the, uh, I call it democratic systems, I think we'll push for all of those ones within the, uh, the UNSG. And even in the FOCAC, as you ask, we'll be fostering sustained transfer of technology, knowledge, increased trade and investment between developing countries to foster South-South cooperation, building more from the modernization achievements of China and learning from them. So those are the things we want to foster. And we want to ride on not only, I'll call it grand bilateral support, we want to start doing real business that is beneficial between nations uh, without holding back, leapfrogging our development, quickly on the back of the resources that we have. Last but not least, the Honorable Minister, what's your view on China's economy and what kind of opportunities do you think China's development has brought to Sierra Leone and to other African countries? China is a global force to reckon with. China is, is leading, even with the Brent Road initiative, I think China is leading global transformation and connectivity of developing nations, not even only developing nations of the world, to be able to ensure that we seamlessly agree and see ourselves as one unified body. The Belt and Road initiative, I think, gives China that opportunity for global leadership. China modernization, it's something to admire. The pace of their transformation in the last 45 years, tenfold increase in their per capita income, it's something to admire. The, the infrastructure development and transformation, the pace of achievement in technological advancement, and then moving into the world where they are chasing the achievement of net zero by fostering green, green investments in solar technology, but also non-polluting vehicle, e-vehicles and the like, I think that's cutting edge. That's cutting edge, and I think it will only continue. We in developing countries stand, we are actually very impressed uh, by the humility of the Chinese people at their pace of development and their willingness to share in how they did it with us, uh, leapfrogging us, I think is very important. In, in the way we engage with them, it is very clear that as we deepen trade with China, the Chinese leadership, they are very willing to open up, even utilizing trade and investment, whether it has to do with the resources that you have to back access to finances to do infrastructure development. I think that's going to help most of our developing country. I believe China is a large economy of the world. Development in China will shake the whole world. If China does not grow, it is going to affect global growth. So uh, the recovery in China after the COVID I think it's very encouraging for the world and it's important that they are opening up 
to other developing countries. The FOCAC platform is an important platform that we are willing and ready to participate in. That was Sheku Fantamadi Bangura, Finance Minister of Sierra Leone. During President Biel's visit to China, he met with Chinese President Xi Jinping. President Xi Jinping said the ties between the two nations can be regarded as a model of China-Africa solidarity and cooperation. The two sides have agreed to deepen cooperation in a wide range of areas. For more on President Biel's visit, my colleague Guo Yan has spoken with Wang Qing, Chinese ambassador to Sierra Leone. During the visit, the two countries agreed to push their comprehensive strategic cooperative partnership to a new level. In your opinion, how will people in Sierra Leone benefit from the upgraded bilateral partnership? China and Sierra Leone are long-standing brothers, partners, and friends. And uh, in 2016, we upgraded our relationship to comprehensive strategic cooperative partnership during the last several years. And uh, we strengthen our practical cooperation in the framework of uh, this uh, comprehensive strategic cooperative partnership and benefit our two people. And uh, during the last few years, China is the largest trade partner of Sierra Leone for the, I think, more than 10 consecutive years. And uh, we have a project in Sierra Leone invested by China companies. That's the biggest foreign invested project. All of this benefit our two people. But I want to expand on our cooperation in the medical and health sector. And we dispatch medical team to Sierra Leone 51 years ago. Last year, we celebrate the 50th anniversary of dispatching medical team to Sierra Leone. And uh, during the last few years, we fight against COVID-19, shoulder by shoulder. And a lot of Sierra Leone friends told me they feel at ease because they see there are three Chinese medical teams in Sierra Leone. So we can see Sierra Leone is the least affected countries during the COVID-19 because he is one of the most rate of vaccine. We provide a lot of medical materials and the vaccine to them. And our medical teams there have done more than 60% of testing for Leoneans across the country. So all, all of this and uh, show us that this relationship really benefit our two people and have a lot of visible achievements. Sierra Leone joined the Belt and Road Initiative in 2018, and in the past few years, the two countries have had successful cooperation in various fields under the BRI. How can the two sides further enhance the high-quality construction of the Belt and Road in the future? And uh, Sierra Leone is one of the first countries to join Belt and Road Initiative. In 2018, the two countries signed an agreement to practice Belton Road cooperation. Since then, and we have seen a lot of achievements of practical cooperation in the framework of Belton Road Initiative. And now I think the task of our both countries is to upgrade the quality of Belton Road cooperation. And uh, last year, China hosted the third Belton Road Forum Summit, and uh, we want to 
have the high quality cooperation with all of the countries for better road cooperation. I think our task is to connect the demanding needs of the country and uh, with the, our advantages areas. So I'm very happy to see last year where President Xi Jinping attended the China-Africa high-level dialogue in South Africa. He proposed uh, three new measures, namely help the industrialization of African countries, help the agricultural modernization of African countries, and help the capacity building of African countries. So I think this is really in need of the most of the uh, African countries, uh, including Sierra Leone. And uh, I think the industrialization is one of the highlights that we can push forward our cooperation. Sierra Leone is a country rich in uh, mineral, especially iron ore. Some ministers in Sierra Leone told me that Sierra Leone exports iron for 70 years, but until now, they cannot produce steel. They need to import steels for their construction. So I think industrialization is one of the areas that we can put more resources. Ambassador, you accompanied President Bill on his visit to China over the past few days. Could you share some memorable experiences from the visit? During this visit, I accompanied President Bill for the talks between leaders, uh, visit some projects, and uh, I'm deeply impressed by the eagerness and the aspiration of President Bill for development. So I can share some things. And during the talks uh, with President Xi, President Bill expressed admiration to Chinese achievements during the last four decades. And he said, China's path to modernization provides an example for other developing countries. And uh, Sierra Leone wants to strengthen the exchanges on governance with China to learn how to make development through learning to Chinese path to modernization. The second thing I want to share is that when I accompanied President Bill to visit Hebei province and we take the high-speed train, when we see through the window, he uh, asked me, what's the greenhouse just uh, alongside the railway? I told him that's greenhouse to help produce vegetables in the winter, protect them from uh, snow, from cold weather. So he was a little surprised. He said, Chinese people take every measures to create good conditions for development. But Sierra Leone, they have uh, very good conditions, but they didn't make full use of it. So he said, we should put more resources into development. And uh, this is uh, what he learned from China. The third thing I want to share is that after we visit uh, Steel Mill in Hebei province, he asked a lot of questions, how to establish a mill and how they can get more skilled, talented people who can help to produce the steel. How can establish a power station to help producing the steel? So I can see from his questions that he are very eager to realize the development. So I think this is the deepest impression I get from this visit when I accompanied His Excellency President Bill in China. Both sides have agreed to further expand trade and investment cooperation. 
and China says it will invite Sierra Leone to continue participating in the China International Import Expo, where uh, we have seen a lot of businesses from African countries. How has bilateral trade developed in recent years, and what does the Chinese market mean for Sierra Leone's products? China is Sierra Leone's biggest trade partner. Last year, the bilateral trade volume is 1.6 billion U.S. dollars. We export about 1 billion. Sierra Leone export about 0.6 billion. But now our bilateral trade is more in the area of mining. So in the future, I think we should take some measures to diversify our trade relations. We have a lot of things to do. For example, Zelian is good at planting cashew. This is also welcoming in China, like this agricultural products from Africa. And Zelian is rich in lobster. Here I can tell you, Zelian's lobster is also very good. The size is not so big as the lobster from Australia, but it's also delicious. And more important, it's cheap. A lot of Chinese they can maybe realize the freedom of lobster if we have more lobster imported from Sierra Leone. So all of this provides a huge potential for our bilateral trade relations. Last year, Sierra Leone Deputy Minister led a delegation to China to attend the International Import Expert. This is the first time they send a delegation there, and、uh, they are very shocked about how popular African agricultural products、uh, is in in China. They said they will continue to attend the import expert. So in the future, we can make full use of this kind of platform, such as、uh, import expert,、uh, such as、uh, Canton Fair, such as、uh, China Africa Economic and Trade Expert. Make full use of this platform through our joint efforts. We can see shining future of our bilateral trade relations. Well, I can't wait to taste the delicious seafood. The lobsters from Sierra Leone. Well, I would like to wrap up our interview with your general impression about this visit. President Bill is the first African head of state to visit China in 2024. How will the president's visit influence the future bilateral relations? This is、uh, the second visit by President Bill. His first visit is in 2018, after he got elected. He thinks the important consensus reached by two leaders in 2018 provide a very solid foundation for the bilateral relations in the last five years. So last year, after he was re-elected of the general elections, he expressed the willingness to visit China again. I'm very happy to see President Bill is the first African head of state received by President Xi Jinping in the New Year, and、uh, this is just the, before the two sessions of China. So I think this showed the great importance China attached to China-Sierra relations after the 53 years after we established diplomatic ties. Now China-Sierra relations face、uh, new opportunities. So as a Chinese ambassador to Sierra Leone, I'm fully confident to the future of our bilateral relations. This confidence comes from the important guidance from two heads of state. Looking back to the history, the guidance from heads of state provide an indispensable role in our bilateral relations. And my confidence also comes from the 
solid foundation we have established during the last 53 years after we have our diplomatic ties in 1971. And we have medical teams there, and we are the biggest trade partner of Celio, and the biggest investment, foreign investment project is from China. All of this is a solid foundation. My confidence also comes from the long-standing friendship between our two people. Uh, after I arrived in Sierra Leone, I can feel the friendship between our two people. I think all of this will ensure our bilateral relations can continue this good momentum and uh, will achieve more to benefit our people. That was Wang Qing, Chinese ambassador to Sierra Leone. Well, that brings us to the end of this week's episode of China Africa Talk. Thanks for listening. If you enjoyed this episode and you'd like to help support the podcast, please share it with others. Post it on social media or leave a rating and review. Thanks again. See you next time.